Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Tuesday night. Thanks for hanging out here with us. DeAndre Hopkins, the pursuit continues, or at least it's in a holding pattern for the time being. Happy to have you guys here for another edition of the Primetime Show. We're going to get into the details of this, another visit that DeAndre Hopkins is getting ready to take, and we'll uh, get into some other wide receiver drama that's happening around the NFL. Some interesting news coming out of Buffalo today. Rising and falling, we'll tell you whose stock is rising or falling this week in sports. Real high-level stuff. Do that at the end of the primetime show. But first, I need you to share this broadcast around before we can even talk about getting to the end of the primetime show. If you're on Twitter, retweet it, bottom right-hand corner of your screen. If you're on Facebook Live, you can share, share now to public. That is in the bottom left. If you are on YouTube or on Twitch, you can subscribe to the channel. You can throw a like on the video. Make sure to tell a friend to do the same if you've done both of those things. We'd be grateful for you that way. Knockdrop asks, is Robert alive? Well, I can confirm that he is among the living. He has been in Las Vegas for several days now. Uh, He has provided me no content whatsoever since arriving back in Nashville. He's been here for maybe not quite 24 hours, but we are going to get the content one way or the other out of Bert because for no other reason he went to Vegas a week before I'm going to Vegas and I need a full scouting report on what it is that he was up to because it takes a lot for him to be not sending us constantly things in the group text for the radio show and he has been radio silent basically until I reached out to him today only for him to tell me that he would not be here tonight but we're very grateful for Jake who has helped us out in the last couple of days without Bert Bert will be back tomorrow Meanwhile, uh, we can go ahead and get this primetime show started. Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. The best workout possible, TrueMathFitness.com, for your first workout free. It's a Tuesday, so you know I went to my 8 a.m. workout at TrueMath Fitness. TrueMathFitness.com is where you go to sign up for all of their great membership options. Of course, Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook app today, and they will match your first bet up to $250 with that promo code ATOZ, A2Z, in the Superbook Sports app for all the best odds boosts and promo bets around. So as uh, we await more information on DeAndre Hopkins, as we await more information on where he's looking to take his uh, visits, because right now, Only two have been scheduled. Only one has been completed. And right now, there's another one scheduled for Thursday. But uh, there is expected to be more interest than just the two teams who he is either visiting or planning on visiting and the two additional teams, Buffalo and Kansas City, who were reported to be interested in him in the first place. Now, it's critical that the Titans land DeAndre Hopkins In this situation, of course, they should not financially overextend themselves, but the more and more I think about it, the more that they have to secure the services of this guy, no matter who is in competition for it. And I think that when you look at all the different reasons why it makes sense in Tennessee versus where he might otherwise end up right now, just picking from the four teams, there is a kind of a ideal situation for him in Nashville even if it's not quite the championship aspirations that the Chiefs or the Bills might be able to provide to him. So I want to start with your Two Rivers Ford take on Facebook, YouTube, 
Twitter, and on Twitch. Uh, in the comment section, name one good reason why DeAndre Hopkins would choose New England over Tennessee. Let me know in the comment section. Like I mentioned, it's your Two Rivers Ford take. As always, it is presented by the wonderful people at Two Rivers Ford. Go to Two Rivers Ford for quality American-made Ford vehicles and award-winning customer service. 40 years doing business in Middle Tennessee. Nobody does it better. Nobody makes the car buying process faster, easier, or more fun than Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So here was Rap Sheet talking about Diggs and his visit to, or excuse me, not Diggs, but D-Hop and his visit to New England. He, DeAndre Hopkins is set to travel to the Patriots on Wednesday and be at the Patriots Wednesday and Thursday to have a free agent visit. Actually, somewhat rare, I would say, uh, that the Patriots are hosting DeAndre Hopkins. They do not do a lot of free agent visits. And I would say Hopkins has a lot of teams interested, is, you know, maybe the best player available right now, him and Dalvin Cook, I would say. He's got a choice of a lot of teams. Interesting that he chose the Titans and Patriots, which says to me that at least he believes those guys are, are going to be in the ballpark of what might get it done to sign him. We'll see on the actual timing of the signing. A lot of times veteran like veterans like to sign closer to training camp rather than in the middle of June. Uh, but at least it shows these teams have a significant interest because they are hosting the many-time Pro Bowl. Uh, Kenneth Davidson says this morning, that was Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network. Kenneth Davidson says when they weren't on this morning by 8.30, I assume he's talking about the uh, morning show crew around here on A to Z Sports. Uh, he said he hoped for a delay due to D-Hop signing. Uh, listen, anything is possible, and these situations, as we know, can change very quickly. So to say definitively that it's not it's not going to happen anytime soon, I can't definitively tell you that it's not going to happen anytime soon. But what I can tell you is that, is that it is very unlikely that DeAndre Hopkins signs with any team before training camp. Now, we'll see what kind of offers manifest. We'll see what kind of new uh, landing spots may materialize. We'll see what kind of contract offers get extended. Uh, I saw somebody asking earlier that they, uh, no offense on YouTube, says, I heard they had already extended a contract offer. Do you know anything about it? Well, no, I would first ask you where you heard that because that is not something that I had seen nor heard. In fact, quite the opposite. Uh, it was my understanding that DeAndre Hopkins left without a contract offer, though they are going to keep in touch. That is the latest reporting on that. That's been the latest information. I have not seen anywhere that he had been extended a contract offer, so I would ask you where you heard that because I have not seen anybody credible reporting it, nor have I heard it myself. Not that I'm more credible than you in this instance because I don't know who you're talking to, but I would say uh, that that is not something that I have seen anywhere out there. I think that uh, I think that the Hopkins situation. When I ask you what's one good reason why DeAndre Hopkins would choose New England over Tennessee, because he's visiting both at this point, scheduled for Thursday right now with the Patriots. I really, really struggle to think of one. Not that one doesn't exist. I'm sure that money at the end, the, the answer to all your questions is money, right? So at the end of the day, if they offer him more money, DeAndre Hopkins is going to go play for whomever, whether that's the Patriots, whether that's the Bills, the Titans, whomever ends up in this conversation by the time a deal is side, signed and agreed to. But I would think that at this point, um, there's really not anything that would indicate a higher level of competitiveness 
uh, given the AFC East right now with the Bills, the Jets. The Bills do look a little bit more shaky, and we'll get to that news in just a little while. But I would say that the AFC East is a much more competitive division or a much more difficult division than is the AFC South. The AFC South is a competitive division, but that's because the teams aren't very good across the whole, and there is a lot of room for somebody to be able to make a substantial leap while the Jags are still not quite what we think Trevor Lawrence at the peak of his powers projects to be. We've still seen we've still seen a lot of inconsistency from Trevor Lawrence at this point, even though we think that he's on the right track. So I think that uh, I think that when you look at all the different situations that he is going to be presented with, um, competitiveness not a plus. Financially, we'll see. Coaching staff, I would not say that it's a benefit over uh, New England or benefit over Tennessee. I don't know what his relationship with with Bill O'Brien is at this stage. All I know is it ended in uh, a less than uh, a less than ideal fashion. And again, there's even been consternation around the quarterback, right? Wasn't it reported that uh, Mac Jones was being, uh, at least the Patriots were listening to offers about Mac Jones, even if they had not actively tried to move him. So there's not necessarily any kind of additional stability in New England that I think can be found in in Tennessee, just as those two, two examples. I would say that the Bills or the Chiefs are infinitely better landing spots than both of them but again the financials of this are what is going to be what a what's and going to end up tipping the odds in any one team's favor and it would be a lot more work for Kansas City or Buffalo to create the cap space than it would for the other two teams that we're talking about so you know at the end of the day I think that there is there's probably still some kind of New England Patriots allure but it's I'm having a hard time finding it nowadays, uh, given the state that they have been in since Tom Brady left. A to Z Sports Prime Time is made possible by the wonderful people at TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. So many great workout options, so many great group classes, boot camp style classes, 40 minutes in and out, very efficient, very effective as you look to achieve your fitness goals. For me, it was to lose weight. It was to get in better shape. True Math Fitness helped me lose damn near 54 pounds. TrueMathFitness.com is the best place for you to work out. And as I mentioned, you can get your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident at TrueMathFitness.com. Uh, so to some, let's read some comments here on the Primetime Show. Kayla Gillenwater says, Buck, what's a reasonable time expectation for news on a signing chances of Titans landing him and would there likely be a player cut or restructure first? Okay. So let's take it in pieces. Uh, reasonable time expectation. You know, I would think that once we get into July, that, uh, that's kind of what my expectation is. Now, like I said, that depends on what market might materialize between now and training camp that doesn't exist. If it's just between new England and Tennessee, I mean, he could theoretically wait it out until training camp. I still think it's likely that he waits it out until training camp because I think he's going to want to hear as many offers as humanly possible to see what kind of, you know, realistically, what kind of money he can make. Uh, we told you yesterday the stat that uh, Mike Janitti of Track provided that in the last six NFL offseasons, no single NFL player has been given more than $9 million guaranteed money in a period from June 1st to September 1st. And again, there's not been a free agent like DeAndre Hopkins that's been available in that window in the last six off seasons. So 
it would be a bit of a, uh, it would be, you know, a different situation for a variety of reasons. It's possible that DeAndre Hopkins eclipses that $9 million guaranteed money or mark, but, you know, it's not $20 million potentially like we thought it might be. It's not even Odell Beckham Jr.'s deal, which is $15 million, potentially up to $18 million with incentives. I would think that DeAndre Hopkins is worth more than Odell Beckham Jr., but because of the timing of the signing, it's not working in his favor. Like I said, I think training camp is a reasonable time expectation, um, but we will see what other teams emerge. Uh, chances of Titans signing him, you know, I mean, uh, they have whatever chance they want to give themselves if they have the most money available to him. So I would say, I would say it's a pretty easy situation for them to resolve. Because uh, would there be a player cut or restructure? Yes, I would imagine that Harold Landry would be restructured. Um, in and that Harold Landry would be the easiest move for them to make to restructure. It's easier than cutting Kevin Byard. It would be foolish to do that. You're not going to cut Ryan Tannehill. I don't think it's worth extending Ryan Tannehill to do so, given your quarterback situation. I don't think it's worth extending Derrick Henry when you can get out from both of those contracts very, very cleanly in 2024. So I would say that uh, Harold Landry is who I would look to first. We'll see if that's the strategy that they end up taking if they do, in fact, decide to sign DeAndre Hopkins. All right, let's move on to this uh, news item that came out of Buffalo today. Why is Stefan Diggs unhappy with the Buffalo Bills? We'll talk about this together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch, right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by Superbook Sports. Go to superbook.com for the best promo bets out there, all the best odds boosts and promotions available to you when you plug in that promo code A2Z. That's A T O Z, and they'll match your first bet up to $250. Stanley Cup final looking like it's going to get decided tonight. Baseball still able for you to bet on. So download the Superbook Sports app. Go to superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, looking at the uh, situation for Stefan Diggs and the Buffalo Bills, this was a weird uh, reporting circumstance that came out of Buffalo earlier today. Most teams are going through their mandatory minicamp. Titans did theirs, la theirs last week. So at first, uh, they are interviewing the coach, Sean McDermott. He is saying that Stefan Diggs was not in attendance for practice. He's also saying that he is, quote, very concerned about the lack of absence by Stefan Diggs. Then later, news comes out and Josh Allen addresses Stefan Diggs' absence uh, at Buffalo Bills practice, saying that the team potentially could have uh, handled this uh, situation a little better. Um, because he is, uh, you know, whatever his grievances are, he feels that there is something between them and the team uh, or the player and the team that may have, you know, caused this disconcertment or discontentment. I think that uh, I think that when you look at the Stefan Diggs situation and his agent reaching out to Adam Schefter saying, yes, he is in the building. Yes, he is in attendance. He just chose to leave the building before practice started today. It made the situation even more bizarre which uh, Ian Rappaport was able to add some additional context to earlier today. Not more information leads to the changing narrative and the changing situation, our understanding of what's happening. Here's the latest on where things stand with Stefan Diggs. And the last time I joined you, we talked about how the Bills had said that Diggs was not there 
for practice today, which has been confirmed from the reporters there. He was there yesterday, was there this morning, then left and was not there for practice. I've recently talked to Adisa Bakari, the longtime agent for Stefan Diggs, who told me a couple things. First of all, he found, in general, that press conference answer that Sean McDermott gave to be a little odd, uh, to say the least, considering the conversations that he has said were happening behind the scenes, including meeting with McDermott, with uh, Brandon Bean, the general manager, with Stefan Diggs' position coach. He talked about an in-house uh, situation that they are on the way to resolving. Sounded optimistic there that the situation will be resolved, uh, but it does sound like that is why this whole situation has occurred, because of his as-yet-unspecified in-house issue. I asked him, is it contract-related? He said it is not contract-related, which makes sense considering Stephon Diggs is set to make $24 million this year, and his contract was restructured before the season with a more than $22.5 million signing bonus, so basically cannot trade him. So anyway, not contract-related, and according to Bakari, should be on the way to being resolved, which is all good news uh, because it's June, and if it takes a little bit of time to resolve, by the time you get to training camp at real games, hopefully this is all old news. Uh, do we expect it resolved before tomorrow? In other words, do we think he's going to be on the field? Any insight whatsoever at all this week? It did sound like at least that was possible. Um, we will see what happens. I would say, had you asked me this morning, I would have said, sure, probably going to be on the field today, and then he wasn't. So this is a mercurial situation, Andrew. Um, we'll update it by the minute. Update it by the minute. So apparently there's some unspecified issue, not contract-related, that has Stefan Diggs pissed off, and he's a very emotional player. Um, you know, the people try to, I think, make things out of his emotional displays, whether it's him barking at people on the sidelines at the end of Buffalo season. He has these moments from time to time, I think, that are, you know, uh, outbursts probably seems like too strong a description, but Stefan Diggs is a very fiery individual, and if he's displeased about something, he's going to let you know now that his coach is saying that he's very concerned and his quarterback is coming out and, uh, you know, trying to make sure publicly that he, the wide receiver, feels very supported. I'm not sure what the issue is. Now, maybe it's because they don't have enough help at wide receiver. I don't disagree with him if that would be the assumption. But right now it's just speculation, and even the most connected insiders in the NFL don't seem to have any idea what's pissing off Stephon Diggs at this point. Uh, David Corbett says, who's the OC in Buffalo, Buck? Uh, I want to say that it's the same uh, OC uh, that was in place last year. Given I know that there was a couple of head coaching uh, interviews for, uh, oh, it's, uh, damn it, Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey is the Bills offensive coordinator. I think he had a couple of interviews this cycle, but uh, not as much traction as they thought there might be. So Ken Dorsey's still the play caller. In Buffalo, was there – I don't remember play calling being a complaint. I feel like nobody in the NFL liked their offensive coordinator last year. No, of course, not uh, Titans fans um, was uh, are certainly displeased for a variety of different reasons, but it feels like no fan base likes their offensive coordinator at any given moment. So, But I don't remember – Ken Dorsey being under specific scrutiny coming out of last season, the way that the Bills season ended. All right, let's wrap things up with a rising and falling segment. Who stock rose, who stock fell this week in sports. We will do that right after I remind you that A to Z Sports Primetime is made possible by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Go to GaryAshton.com, get your dream address without the stress the Intel Edge you need to succeed can be found with the official real estate 
group of the Nashville Predators. Go to GaryAshton.com. So uh, looking at whose stock rose, whose stock fell this week in sports, there's a variety of different options of people to choose from. But if you've been keeping tabs on the running back market right now in the NFL, you know that there's a graveyard of formerly famous names out there in free agency. Dalvin Cook, Zeke Elliott, and Leonard Fournette, Kareem Hunt as well, all unsigned at this point. And Saquon Barkley is complaining publicly while not signing his franchise tag that would pay him $10.1 million this year. That the running backs, the position of running backs, they have been out-leveraged and they have been put in a financially vulnerable situation. Now, you would say to the multimillionaire athlete, shut up, you make enough money as it is to play a game. And the multi-million athlete, multi-million dollar athlete would be correct in saying to you, yes, but why should I be capped in a way that every other player in my sport is not? And that's kind of the thing that's got Saquon Barkley at least thinking about holding out of Giants camp at this point. Right, mandatory for players under contract. Saquon Barkley not under contract with the New York Giants, so not mandatory for him. So there are no fines. He's just a player not under contract. If you're looking for similarities with Bill Parcells, those are two similarities. Neither of those guys under contract with the New York Giants. It is interesting <laughs> to note, guys, the contract that the uh, comments that Saquon Barkley said a couple days ago at his camp for kids. Basically, to all questions, his answer was, it's not July yet. You know, he did speak about some of the, you know, reports that came out. I don't know who is the source of those reports, but, you know, I guess it wasn't very positive to him. Anyway, he didn't like that, so I think those comments were interesting. But basically, for everything else, he said, it's not July yet. They do have time to get a deal done. The two sides have had conversations. A deal that the Giants pulled off the table right before they did Daniel Jones' deal is now back on the table. So the fact that they have had conversations and are talking is good news. And as Saquon mentioned, there is plenty of time. We'll see if this gets done. I do not have a crystal ball, but at least there is a chance because both sides do seem to want the same thing. So that is uh, what's going on with Saquon Barkley right now. Saquon Barkley, um, again, was speaking to the New York media while having not signed his franchise tag, saying that uh, basically voicing the complaints that the running back market, the way it's been diminished, the way that the franchise tag is helping teams keep the co- the position cost controlled in ways that are not happening at other positions, and also just the general devaluation of running backs. It's you know it's basically happened in his entire career. He's a former third overall pick, and you can't even envision a running back being a third overall pick in the NFL right now. It's going to do it for us tonight. Appreciate you guys tuning in as always. Radio show tomorrow is going to be a lot of fun. OTAs will be happening. The last OTAs availability for the Titans before they break for six weeks and come back for training camp. That will start to really, really feel like football season uh, with the NFL summer vacation ahead. So we'll keep you updated with all the latest information. You'll hear from Mike Vrabel on the radio show from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. Have a great rest of your night. And if I don't talk to you on the radio, we will see you tomorrow on primetime. Well, are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.